Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 64. I hope you enjoyed last Saturday's conference and the little breath exercises and prompts we used. Take your time and feel free to use them whenever, whenever you fancy. Or you can always just reach out for a chat. I'm always down to talk, you know that. So today, let's tackle a sensitive subject, the mouth and the emotions attached to it. It's something I'd already been aware of for a long time, as I'd witnessed it in loved ones and clients who came to me for vocal support. But with my recent generalized periodontitis diagnostic and the different stages I've gone through since this summer, I'd like to extend the question out there for you to also consider. Why is it we feel so ashamed of our mouth and what's inside? Honestly, it's, it's, it's a genuine question to which I haven't found an officially stamped answer, be it from Western science or holistic medicine. So I'm going to do what I always do, which is go back and forth between the two, mash it up with my own experience and see where this takes me. When I saw the oral and craniomaxillofascial surgeon who's going to be performing my surgery in November. I can't believe I said that word right and so fast. I'm proud of myself. Sorry. But basically, I, I saw him and he's going to be performing the surgery that I'm getting in November. I, I candidly asked him why I hadn't been able to find much support online to manage the everyday living with this particular illness. Why there actually was little available in general on the matter. And his response was that, on one hand, people didn't like to deal with what was inside the mouth, and on the other, it hadn't been glamorized in pop culture. Okay, these felt like two very valid points, even though I dislike the idea of glamorizing illness. He's got a point there. We just don't want to talk about our teeth or mouth. On the few adverts we see on the matter of oral health, either you see someone with teeth as white as snow, sparkling in the sun, shining like a diamond, or you see someone embarrassingly hiding their smile, or staring blankly into the mirror with blood showing through their eyes and a slogan along the lines of, you wouldn't ignore it if it was there, so don't ignore it if it's in the mouth. It's not very glamorous. It's kind of a scary advert, but I suppose that's the one communication channel that they felt would work. Whether it's working or not, I am not going to pronounce myself on that, but hey. So let's look at what it is about the mouth that makes it so unglamorous and shameful. The mouth acts kind of like a portal between the outside world and your inside world. It's how you taste life. You've got the lips, the teeth and the tongue, one of the strongest muscles of the body by the way, working together to help you communicate and express yourself. And obviously it also helps you to eat and indulge in pleasures in the food, the expression and obviously the sexual realm. It chews, it swallows and it makes sounds. It's a triple threat. What else is there to say about the mouth? What other things do you notice? And what else have I found? Well, Eastern medicine 
has created a map of meridians connecting the jaw and the teeth to different organs. Looking into these when facing pain or shame could open the door to a deeper healing. Good guys, love interests and magical characters have perfect teeth. Baddies, monsters and witches have horrible features, crooked smile and are missing a few of these teeth. It's also one of the first things we notice when interacting with others. When you're talking to someone, your eyes take the movements of the mouth into account. Besides, the mouth is pretty visible and unavoidable since it sits on your face for everyone to see. When we're in a state of shock or startled, we sometimes place our hands in front of our mouth in a protective manner. It's as if we already saw this body part as a vulnerable place, a weak spot. So shut the mouth and you lose the ability to speak, to eat, to connect and to be. Once a part of our body that helps us be us and be seen for who we are is affected physically, we shut down and then shame starts to rise. If you have all your teeth shining and sparkling into the sun like the people in the adverts, that makes you someone confident, powerful and strong. If you're the one who's keeping their lips sealed because you're trying to hide what's inside, then... It's your shame speaking through this gesture, but it also has an impact on your expression and how much of you you're willing to share. We associate confidence and power with a full smile because that's what we see and follow. We associate shame with ailments, illnesses and behaviours that are not part of the norm, that have been advertised to us as weaknesses, as dangers or as the result of an action deemed shameful. and. Since we've said earlier that the mouth is the bridge between the outside world and your inside world, well, it kind of makes sense in a way. If you're refusing or protecting yourself from something from the outside world, you'll close your mouth. And if you're afraid to share what's happening inside for you for fear of judgment or knowing that this is not a moment or a person you can talk freely to, you'll seal it shut. That's a bit more of the self-censorship we already talked about for you right there. That's a physical manifestation of that self-censorship. Is there a solution to this? Well, I think there's a few paths that could lead us to a solution, for sure. One that would have us work on what we find shameful in ourselves and others to start. One where we treat the physical symptoms, the tooth pain, the jaw tension, the bad breaths and tainted teeth, for example. One that would be a combination of both these options to balance and fix this connective bridge of inside and outside. What would help would be to not have perfect heroes with Hollywoodian smiles. What would help would be to stop the demonizing of a body part. But what would help, really, would be the sharing of a real education on the subject. We see situations, body parts, emotions and other traits and illnesses as shameful because everything around us has conditioned us to do so. Rather than point shame or laugh because that's what keeps this, this parasitic response in place, could we just create a safer environment to share, to exchange? One where judgment and its consequences do not prevail because ultimately that's the real culprit. 
That's what damages our connection, our, our bridge. Healing your mouth means healing your connection to the world on a physical plane, through taste and sexual desires, on a mental plane, through vocalization and expression, on a connective plane, one where you and the world meet. What do you think? There's been a lot of thinking going on today. <laughs> lots of noticing, lots of random bits and bobs thrown in there. But hopefully, somehow it all made sense eventually. Let me know if there's anything you'd like to talk about in depth. I'm preparing a few episodes in advance as I'll probably not be able to record much around early November because uh, that's when the surgery will take place. So hit me up over on theartfulathlete.co.uk or on Instagram. All links are as per usual in the description below. Next week, jaw stuff. Come on, you know you need it. You know I was going there anyway. Have a lovely week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.